Welcome to the Cove's Body, Mind and Soul series. In this episode, we'll be discussing faith and diversity, in particular, those with no religion and their belief systems. Our guest speaker for this episode is Chaplain Ivan Grant. Chaplain Grant is currently posted to Headquarters Forces Command as a Deputy Command Chaplain of Forces Command. Chaplain Grant has served as an Army Chaplain for over 20 years with extensive postings to combat and training organisations. He has also served as the Chief Instructor at the Defence Force Chaplains College. Padre, welcome and thanks for supporting the Cove. Firstly, you are a Christian Chaplain and we're about to talk about those with no beliefs. What makes you an expert on this? Yeah, thanks, Mark. One of the things as a Chaplain, I've been a Chaplain for 20 years and as you move around, you have in-depth spiritual discussions with almost every form of belief system that you can imagine and some that I haven't even hadn't even imagined. And so one of the advantages of chaplaincy is that is that aspect that we connect with everybody. And one of the aspects of no religion is that it is incredibly diverse. So while I come from a Christian perspective personally, I've had extensive experience working with, talking with and learning to understand how people of, uh, with no religion think and what their belief systems are. Fantastic. So what is no religion and can you provide a brief overview of this belief? One of the things with Australian society is that it is becoming um, more secular. When you look at the latest census, that's come, uh, census results that's come out, you've seen a growing increase in people that tick no religion. But one of the things that we need to understand is what uh, what is no religion? What does that mean? So when we look at no belief, it fits into three broad categories. One is a belief that the human being is the top of the pyramid, that science and rational belief and art and uh, the fundamental moral goodness of human beings is the pinnacle of human achievement and people have shaped a belief system around that. So things like secularism, humanism, build their belief system around the human person as its core entity. The second group that falls in, and this is probably a, a very large group, is the not religious but spiritual. There is a significant group of people that uh, when they come to tick the box of no religion, part of it is that it's not that, that there is no box for them to tick that fits their understanding of the world. This can include a, a diverse range of New Age religions, Norse religions, but also it, it can include Christian religions and other traditional religions that people have drifted away from the organised form of that religion. So they may not attend church or mosque. They may not go to synagogue. But that doesn't mean that they don't have a belief system that aligns broadly with those faith traditions. But often they'll tick no religion because they don't fit into, the, into their understanding of, of what it would mean to fit into a religion rather than a spiritual belief. The third group is probably the also a large group, and, and it's a, um, those that haven't made up their mind yet. Asking spiritual questions of people is sometimes quite confronting. It can be challenging to, for people to look at what is the meaning of life, what is the meaning of the world, how does the world work, what is the meaning of good and evil. 
Um, it's not stuff that people often think deeply about. And some people kind of go, well, I'm, I, I don't understand and I'm not sure, so I'm kind of going to sit on the fence. And while in some, some research indicates that up to 95% of people would believe that there is some form of spiritual realm in some form or another, not everybody can articulate what that means or has made a decision about where they sit in that space. So that third group is, uh, is certainly a, a, a large part of, um, uh, of that belief system. The second part of that question is about what can this belief system deliver to people? And I think that this is where one of the foundational aspects of having a belief system and knowing what it is, is a powerful enabler. Secularists and humanists, and particularly humanists, have a really strong belief that is informed by science and art and motivated by compassion. It provides them with a moral framework that helps them to make decisions, that helps them understand their world, that helps them to be able to cope with the challenges of life. It is a belief system. While people would often tick no, no, no religion, no one can tick the no belief. Uh, everyone has a belief system, whether it's shaped by your culture or shaped by your family or shaped by your experiences. Everyone has a worldview that helps them interpret the world. And looking at the broad diversity that the no religion framework has, it provides an enormous range of tools for people to be able to face those really difficult challenges in life, to be able to make moral and ethical decisions, to be able to explore the meaning of the world. I think where the challenge is, is for the ones that don't know, the ones that don't, haven't thought about their spiritual framework. And I think that this is a where one of the biggest enablers for, for defence is that sometimes we're required to make decisions about life and death we have the, the capability of applying lethal force. Stepping into the battle space means that you have to confront the challenge of your own death and the death of people around you. Making sense of that requires a strong foundation of understanding of how I make sense of the world. And belief systems, whether they're religious, spiritual or secular, actually provide that really valuable framework to be able to make some of those really difficult choices and to be able to face some of the real challenges that day-to-day -day life provides. Okay, Padre, people with no religions, how do they feel? Are there issues with them approaching Padres in defence for support? Certainly in my experience as a chaplain, people with no religion are have had no dramas with approaching chaplains across the board. I think that chaplains in policy are actually required to support people of all faith traditions and of no faith traditions. And the amount of conversations that, that start with, Padre, I'm not religious, but... And our role is not there to push a particular religious or uh, view or a particular belief system. Our role is to be able to care for people, support them, be that listening ear, and help people to find and articulate 
their belief system so that it becomes an enabler for them. All right, fantastic. Thank you. How does this belief support a believer and what difference does it make to the individual? I think one of the most important things with any belief system is understanding what that belief system is. Having a worldview, having uh, an understanding of your values and of what sits behind them, of what drives your belief system is, um, is a powerful enabler to be able to face the real challenges of life. Life is, is, is difficult and complex. We make ethical decisions every day. We face hardship and pain and suffering on a regular basis. Our society is, it, shape, it changes and evolves around us. And particularly as soldiers, we face the challenges of, uh, we carry the responsibility of employing lethal force. When we step on into the battle space, we face the very real reality of, uh, of the potential of our own death or injury, as well as the challenges, moral challenges of killing other people. One of the most important things that you can have to support you through those journeys is a robust understanding of the world and of your beliefs and of what your values are and what drives them, because that will help you to make sense of, of the world and give you tools to be able to face those challenges. How does belief system support defence capability? Defence is a, is a challenging organisation. It um, not only is the working in a diverse and complex organisation with a, a strong command culture present challenges just in day-to-day -day life, but as an organisation, we have a societal trust that is placed in us. We talk about the, the spirit of Anzac sometimes gets bandied around, but when the Australian people look at their soldiers, sailors and, and air persons, there is an expectation there that we will hold to a certain standard. And I think that one of the, the challenges and one of the advantages that having a healthy belief system, and even if that is no religion, that's okay, it's, but it's important to understand your belief system because that will help you navigate the, the complex maze that can be day-to-day -day life in the Defence Force. And especially with the cultural and the professional expectations that are placed on soldiers. I think that the real challenge in our battle space is that ability to be able to, to have to make snap decisions that have far-reaching consequences. And when you make those decisions, it's important to understand what drives your values and your beliefs, because in that split second moment, you won't have a, an opportunity to, to go away and study or to kind of review. You will make an instinctive decision and your instinctive decisions are based on two things. They're based on your training, but they're also based on your beliefs and your values and understanding your beliefs and values, regardless of what they are, is a powerful enabler defence. And finally, Padre, how can a local commander support an adherent to this belief group? 
This one's a bit of a challenging one because of the diversity that sits in this space. But I think one of the things that commanders should always recognize is that whether it's a spiritual or religious belief or a non-belief, it's important to, where possible, support those belief systems within the operational constraints of the army. And particularly for those who are strongly secular or humanist, they may actually find attending religious events that are, that are sometimes woven into our ceremonial activities, they may find them challenging. And so being able to recognise that it's not appropriate to force somebody to attend a religious event is an important part of their belief system. And so it's important to, for commanders to understand those specific needs if they're raised and to respect them the same way that they would respect um, somebody who was expressing a desire to, to attend a religious event because of their religious beliefs. So I think that from a practical perspective, also understanding that when somebody ticks no religion on PMKs, it doesn't mean that they don't have very deeply held spiritual beliefs. And that may manifest in wearing of different symbols, in seeking to attend religious, uh, religious or spiritual festivals, or adhering to certain rites within their spiritual beliefs. And so certainly chaplains can be a useful tool for commanders to help explore and understanding the meaning of that. And just because it's not ticked on their PMKs doesn't mean that it is not a powerful force within their life and that where possible should be supported. Whether that is a, a spiritual belief like Norse religion or Wiccan or uh, New Age religions, or whether it's, it's a no religion uh, system like humanism or secularism, I think understanding is the most powerful tool and having that respect that this belief system for that person is important to them and where possible, it should be enabled. Fantastic. Thanks, Padre. Uh, that's some very valuable information, and I'm sure our listeners will take a lot from it. We look forward to the next episode on women's spirituality in the ADF by Reverend Kay Reynolds. Thanks to those who have listened in. If you have any questions, we can be contacted at soldiercove at gmail.com. Don't forget to download the Cove app. It's PME in your pocket anywhere, anytime.